Bar Media. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. That's how you do that. That's how you start a podcast right there. Episode number 53. I'm Charlene. I'm Justin. What's happening? And this is the local podcast. Hi, guys. They just asked us how we do this, and this is pretty much it. We keep it super casual. So we've got Russ Parrish here and Scott Parsons. Hi, guys. Evening. How are you? Hey, honored to be part of number 53. You say that now. You say that now, and in about 45 minutes, you'd be like, this show is over. We should go get matching 53 tattoos after this. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) That's an an idea. Yeah. I've gotten matching tattoos with people. It's it's not good. It never turns out well. I don't want to know. Those relationships never last. (laughs) I don't want to know anything about any of that. We're not doing that. Tattoo-based relationships. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so tell us about, like, okay, I asked you guys, so maybe some of it will be a little bit repetitive, Mm -hmm. but you're both from Dothan. Correct. Okay. One for one. You can get back in that mic. Next question. I guess you don't have to. I can adjust. No, um. So, are your parents from here as well? Like, is it your whole families have always been from Dothan? Um, uh, more no. Yeah, I mean, my father. I grew up here with my father and stepmother for the most part. Um, and then my mother's lived in Montgomery for twenty five plus years, something like that. Okay. So. I'm a child of a broken marriage. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Preaching to the choir, man. Yeah, I got a, my dad's from Ashford, and my mom is from Fairfield, Alabama. Okay. Near Birmingham, and they met at University of Alabama. How did they end Roll up in Tide. Dothan? Because Ashford is Dothan. Oh, or there you at go. Least it was then, yeah. Yeah, it's, you settle where your wife's family lives, I feel like. Yeah, and my dad was a dentist and went to work with his uncle. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And how did your family get here? Uh, my father's from Fort Payne, home of Alabama, the largest, most historical country group ever. Oh, yeah. And, uh, actually, I will let you know, grew up and graduated with Randy Owen Uh from Alabama and claims that he was part of the original lineup lineup of Alabama. (laughs) Really? Played a little guitar. Was Randy Owen the one with the really deep voice? I guess. He's the lead singer and, you know. Okay. Yeah, they're guy. still around. You they might be thinking of Oak Ridge yeah. Boys. I think I am because I have shimmering <laughs> the guy in the background that are bubble just mile, kind of mile. bubbling that to the surface. Yeah, that's that's, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. That's what we need. Actually, that's what we need on the. We do need. I need to just buy a jukebox for in here. We should. And then Boys. the guests have to like request their songs. Or bring an album every time they bring in their favorite <laughs> album and shove it in there. there that is a good idea. Or use Spotify like we are right now. We could do that. I do like the idea. Have you ever seen the Dropbox scenarios where somebody puts like a jump drive somewhere and you go and download whatever it is and it's kind of like geocaching, which is super nerd based, but Mm -hmm. you can transfer music files or whatever um, and just walk up, plug in, download this and check out whatever this band is. Like that's cool. been going around for a bunch of years, and I've thought I've about doing that. Like, never heard of that. Little mini banks of music, just either packed in a, some mortar and a brick wall, where it's just like a little USB thing sticking out. That's interesting. No, yeah. I've never heard of that. I love yeah, it. it's crazy. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Um, 
I've always liked that idea. You don't have to mm-hmm. indulge Justin in his ideas. I've got, I've got too many ridiculous. I mean, you really don't. <laughs> I've got sketch drawings of like motion activated curb lights that you don't so have to you can walk him home and be safe. All. All it's way okay, back. Russ, if you say that that is a terrible idea I didn't think and it was nobody's going to do it's, that. No, that, that is not my idea. Why would I want to walk around town and pick through a brick wall when I can simply go on my phone to Spotify and just, you know, look up somebody? I don't know. It's like, why would it's I go hot. fishing when I could it's part of the journey. go to Publix? I mean, you can't get... I'm, I'm not eating Bram or Bass, so I mean, I guess it's not <laughs> not really the same thing. <laughs> All right, so we're here today to talk about Lado. If you're Lado. On, if you're in the inside circle, that is how it's pronounced. That's right. The rest of you probably say Lado, mm-hmm. and that is incorrect. <laughs> so, um, And that is Live at the Opera. Tell us what you guys are doing. Well... In my mind, as I would describe it, as I tell people, long and short, we're trying to bring the best national and regional acts to play this market um, that caters to a, as I say, a 20s to 50s demographic. Okay. So genre agnostic, rock, jam, soul, blues, uh, alt country, Americana, whatever. <clears throat> um, and opera because the primary venue is supposed to be the opera house. That's right. That's right. So that's something, you know, we felt that um, we didn't, you know, there's always, like Music South serves the same function. You know, they're a nonprofit, and they've been around for 25-plus years, I think. Uh, But I would say, you know, looking at the the content, the programming they bring on, it kind of caters to, it's probably fair to say, a little bit older Mm -hmm. demographic. And, you know, Oakley Boys fans. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of evolved that way. And, you know, we, and my opinion we haven't really had um you know somebody or some entity out there trying to with money you know and the ability to financially back it to right. try and bring um you know some some acts with some names mm-hmm. and a story to tell uh to this market so that's kind of what we're doing so i think while everyone else is trying to put on the music festival you guys have created your own little niche and so do you have when they your artists come, is it one artist at a time? Do you have an opening act typically? Like, how did you land? Like, what's the whole story? So you guys were hanging on the back porch drinking beer because right. that's actually, how most things start. It was, the front, it was actually <laughs> let's the front be honest. Porch. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's somewhat true. It was right after the the St. Paul and the Broken Bones show when they came to Dothan, right? A couple of years ago, who put that together? Red Mountain out of Birmingham. Yeah, as I understand it. Yeah, the band themselves did it. They oh, did that's right. They Alabama were doing the Alabama World tour. tour to. Oh, so of, they um, wanted to come here yeah. and play. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Didn't Red Mountain promote it though, or something? Yeah, like Red that? Mountain's they, a, Yeah, that's just that's, that's a their booking deal. agent. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so they came down here, and you know, it sold out in an hour or something like that, or less than an hour. And then we were there that night. And it was just amazing, yeah. an amazing night. And like Scott said, all those people our age were there and we all kind of looked at each other afterwards. Like, why, is why this don't we happening? have more of these? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Why can't we, why can't we do this? And we realized that we could. That was also, <laughs> that was also right at the tipping point of St. Paul going from that band that you could catch every now and again at like either Mobile or Atlanta or wherever. And it'd be like, eight dollars to get in versus now like it's 40 60 mm. 80 bucks a ticket that's right yeah. as per usual i'm going to speak for the people that have no idea what's going on um <laughs> I, just like a woman i said this to you earlier as zaxby's i don't think i've ever heard of the bands that you guys are bringing and he listed off like 20 just sitting there i'm like nope mm-mm. have not heard of them nope also not them 
Where do you guys, where have you heard them? I mean, is were they originally college bands at one time and they've grown or they most of them are before fellowship following? It seems like most of them are getting I feel like I've missed this whole right before genre. they launch into stardom. Yeah. Like with this dude, Duran Jones, like he recorded this album, what, over last summer for nothing? Mm-hmm. That's right. 400, like a, 400 something bucks. I like think. at his buddy's house. And somebody here heard it and said, let's do that. That was you're rough. Not, you're not again, missing anything. How did you guys hear about it is what I'm curious about. Because the music industry is so... I well, mean, it's so super saturated. You know, we're fortunate we've got people involved like Russ and Cliff Dyer specifically who kind of had their ear to the ground, very much have their ear to the ground and are still, you know, very much into music and bands, up and coming bands. And frankly, I'm not in that bucket. That's not my strength of what I bring to this. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, Russ, hell, I don't even know yeah, how so he found Duran sometime because I mean, he brought it up summer always- of last year. And hey, there's there's this soul band. We were still working on our first show, and maybe had booked uh, Parker by that time. I'm not sure, but he he brought uh, Duran Jones up, and and that was I don't actually know <laughs> your buddy Warren Beal. Yeah, shout out. Um, sent me a picture of the album cover and said, "You need to buy this." I bought it and listened to it, and I sent an, a Facebook message to Duran Jones, and he wrote back to me you know, like within an hour and said, Hey, we're not coming that way anytime soon, but we'll let you know. I was like, sure. Yeah. Right. I'll never hear from you again. And then a few months later, I've got Wednesday open. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He said, we'd like to try to work it out sometime in March. And so, but were you, when you were in school, were you always into music? I mean, were you always going to shows? Were you always going to concerts? Were you going to Russell's in bands? Yeah, absolutely. Is this still plural? Circle City Roller still doing a thing? Yes. Besides right. winning every damn time I put a ticket somewhere, <laughs> Dude, how many tickets have you? Yeah. How many family nights have I funded That's for right. you guys? Yeah. Good God! Every time I had tickets, or historically, and I can say this now because I haven't. He hasn't won anything in like the last five minutes. But he, oh, the local him and his family always find any SEAC tickets, any Spark Theater tickets, any tickets that I'm hiding anywhere. His family is usually on the scene like that. Yeah, like we're looking. We're always out looking for a free fun family yeah. night. So are you in bands? Were you in bands? I am. I mean, I am. And Scott's in a band with me. That's still technically What exists. instruments do you guys play? I play bass. Okay. Guitar. I feel like you're really serious right now, Scott. Uh, Scott's I'm, always, I'm always I need serious. Scott to finish his beer before I look <laughs> well, over I'm there. I'm going to get another <laughs> one. <laughs> Let me reach Grab a Modelo because I, I think we're out of the brown. You'll, you'll get to know my disposition and general sense of... <laughs> I feel like we're sparring. Right Smart ass humor. <laughs> no, but sure. Yeah, I remember being in college and wanting to know what the new bands were, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, even in high school, I'm, I remember wanting to be cool and knowing the, you know, knowing what what band is coming out with a new album on Sub Pop or some other label that nobody around here knew about or yeah. something like that. Just wanting to. That's know, from want, the '90s, folks. Yeah, you know, dreaming about maybe someday having <laughs> something like that happen, where we get a band, and then a year later, they're you know they're famous. And wow, they came to Dothan. So you played bass, and what instrument do you play? Guitar. Just I'm the guitar player. Okay. Not the lead guitar player, but the rhythm guitar player. Okay. I'm also in a band called Pontiac Stove Company. Yeah, I played uh, John Jam the other day. Yeah, just the other day. Just the other day, like Basically. last month. It seems like just the other day. March. Every time I take that belt home, it seems like just yesterday. <laughs> I think they're gonna going to kick for, me off the judging. I'm going for team. three. Yeah, I'm going for three next year. I've won two years in a row. Congratulations. And I'm very arrogant about it. <laughs> Mostly because I was arrogant about it to start with, and now I feel like if I back down from that, the problem maybe is I'm, I've been a judge for like I'm the turning. last four years. 
And so we've picked Justin twice. And so I'm sure that that's going to get me. Not that I knew it was your chili. It's all the post-it notes I stick to the bottom of the cup. <laughs> it's pick me. <laughs> Which one is yours? I don't know. It's uh, all this collusion. No, but honestly, right. it, like educate me. How? Because I don't. I may not listen to this particular genre, but right now I am in the middle of having a hard time finding decent music. And I think everybody is there because if you listen to terrestrial radio or you're listening to satellite, you're getting fed what what. They the monster thinks them, yeah. they want you to listen to what money they've invested. So how do you find new up and coming music? Pandora. Do you just kind of keep listening and sure? I do use Spotify skip? a lot. Um, you know, the discover. I'm looking at your computer screen. Discover Weekly. I'll hit that every now and then. Um, uh, release Radar. I'll look at that kind of stuff uh, where it kind of gives an algorithm of the kind of things you listen to, mm-hmm. which is I heard Marcus King Band on a, a Spotify list actually. Okay. And then, like, the next day, Scott said something to me about Marcus King Band. I said, wow, I just heard that song with the horns and the guitar and that guy's voice and everything. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then The only reason I'd heard about it is because Cliff Dyer had mentioned it to me a, a, a year ago, summer, summer of last year. First time I'd ever heard of him. Dude, that kid's voice is <clears> absurd. <throat> yeah. He sounds like he was kicked out of the band for being too wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, not the band, like, the Marcus King band, but the band, like, the, yeah, the band. band. Right, yeah. This was the one I just... Yeah, they mm-hmm. played, what, last Thursday? Yeah. Friday, Wednesday. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do people find out what's happening with Lado? Facebook. Okay. Pretty That's much. It. He jumps so Facebook. far ahead. Well, no, I actually things. have a... I'm kind of doing a circular Kind of threw that in the garbage? He's got a plan. <laughs> but yeah, so we kind of, you know, and I've struggled with this, but I don't. If we throw up something on uh, this, you know, Endurance digital sign right here, right, it oh, says live at the opera, whatever. Then nobody knows. Nobody's going to know what that is. So I've, you can't click it immediately and. That's start right. So I in. feel like with what we're doing, especially with the acts. Well, f- first of all, just with what we're doing. Secondly, definitely with the acts that we're putting out there, which are you know hopefully, which are up and coming acts that we have a story to sell, to get people hopefully excited about it that you know are hopefully going to be hit it at some point down the road is that we have to educate people so the only way that we can kind of drip content out consistently and do it in the most cost-effective way in my mind is through social media right Absolutely. so facebook has been our primary channel to do that is it the best way i don't know is it the most efficient way i would say yeah for where we are right now definitely Mm -hmm. and if we can do some things around that also if you you advertise if we advertise in the local like we did and they do just throwing it out for my buddy pal justin and just kind of kind of increase that exposure like we did that phone interview with parker Millsap back in august of last year and that was awesome man like just being able to have a like a boots on the ground basic interview with somebody from dothan talking to this dude who's rolling through and being recognized by like elton john and playing all over the place nominated for americana music association best album of the year year. when you do these interviews maybe we could like do this we could but sometimes and then we could play it as a podcast as well that's the well that's the the idea that's that's the dream but a lot of times it's like well here's eight minutes in this day oh that's true between got five 11 in the morning yeah, and 1109 and you gotta make it you gotta have your shit together when you go to the plate or <laughs> you're just gonna be like uh so your name's parker did you get made fun of in elementary school 
And then nobody wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. So Because that's the questions I would ask that dude. <laughs> I know. What so, do you do when you were with your hair now? <laughs> why, did all you, um, why did you guys pick the Opera House? Of all the places... Dude, it's so Dothan. awesome in there. No, it's super awesome. Well, I mean, it's you know, there's not all the places in this town. There's we also have that. limited, you know, venues. But um it seemed to be the most logical one to me. But that was on the back of uh St. Paul last year too, because you know, I'd never been to see a rock concert there, and I guarantee you Nobody that else three out of really four, is. if not nine out of ten, had not seen a, you know, live, really high energy concert type setting there. Certainly, our generation hadn't. Mm. Right, and Civic uh, Center's too big. Yeah, Civic Center's too big. It's way too big. Yes, yeah, way too big. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, it's it's a 590 seat venue. When we looked at it, you know, and it's got all the aesthetic charm and and um, it's super you know, cool in there. It is never cool, been in there. You know, it's amazing. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, there, there could be some love oh, yeah. thrown in there without a doubt, uh, which is a whole other conversation, but. Um, it seemed to be the optimal place for, for us to do something that, that's a contained, controlled environment. You're not doing it outside, so you don't have weather risk. Except for tornadoes rolling through, yeah. like <laughs> last Wednesday. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, at the same time, the Lyric Theater in Birmingham was being remodeled and bringing in bands. And, and, and that happens to be called Live at the Lyric. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that was something we were talking about at the same time. Look, like, they got these bands coming in, like Big Head Todd and... Coming into this lyric theater, we could do something like that. Yep. Did you have a hard time with the Dothan Opera House? I imagine that it would have been difficult just because I find that Dothan can be very um, behind the power curve as Mm -hmm. far as like new stuff or alcohol. Or, you know, things that make a rock concert a rock concert. Such a bold question of you to ask. (laughs) Yes. I also have It requires such a delicate answer. Well, you're on your second beer now. I think we can go there. (laughs) Well, well, I'll say before Scott gets into it that, first of all, you can just, you can pay the money and rent the opera house. Yeah. So that part of it, that's no problem. Well, you want to rent the opera house? Is it available? Yes. Give us your money and we can rent the opera house. Well, it's always, really? it's always you that can do, out of the You can gate. serve alcohol. You can do whatever you want. No. Well, that ah. took work. You no. can now, but that took work on our, from us. Yeah, that was like, that, that came down That's what I'm curious about. Yeah. So, so what happened was we, um, specific to those things, as Russ mentioned, anybody can rent the opera house. Frankly, or for, the Civic Center. Or the Civic Center. Um, but if you're a nonprofit, frankly, it's very cost prohibitive to do something at the opera house because you don't have any control or very limited control in your expenses. You know, they they, they tell you this is how much labor you need, this is how much right. They tell you what you kind need. of lights yeah. you're using, how many people you're hiring, all that stuff. On don't the they? La- on the labor side, yes. Um, yeah, they've got X amount of people designated for the door. Mm-hmm. If there's a bar, that all that money goes to them. Right. So like, it doesn't matter. If you, it doesn't matter if they sell a million beers for five dollars a piece. That five million ain't going to you, mm-hmm. right? Even though you brought all those people in there, that's right. Which I kind of personally, outside of the, you know, I think that's shitty. I'll just say it. I don't <laughs> think that's awesome at all. Well, I don't mind it, frankly. Um, it's great to be able to take a drink. I don't mind it as long if, as long as that money, well. If we could have input on how that money's allocated, absolutely, and we don't own the building, sure. we don't work for the city, so I understand if it's we can't have input. But do I think that we should? You know, with the people that we can, yeah, convene to give fantastic input that are specialists in that and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. But at this point in the game, you know, 
This is going to be a long night because well, I'm no, going to bring I, up a there, conversations after we're done recording. No, no, no. I am lighting it up. But here's my question. Like, I've been here since um, 98. Yep. So, for example, and I was in radio for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So, the downtown scene, there used to be the beach. There was Stray Cats, J.C. Penny Building. There was Grand. There was Moon Times. There was um, Pobbler Head. There mm. was Rev's Place. There was um, Jackass. There was... So, I mean, you literally be downtown and go bar hopping. It was right. it was incredible. Like you really could a lot. It brought, it brought a lot of business to downtown Dothan, and then it stopped, and then it was done. And then with radio and having like rockathons and different events, mm-hmm. um, you do come up again. Like yeah, you can have the Dothan Civic Center, sure, but that's entirely too big of a venue. Yeah, and you know, it's, you it's, know too big. it's it's a cold. Environment from an, from an aesthetic standpoint. Absolutely. You know. So even if you had a thousand people there, it's only going to look like you have twenty five people there, right. which is going to make your event look like it sucks. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's so sound, sound terrible no matter what. Right. Yeah. So I just um, I'm wondering. My question is: Is it getting better? Like, are we are we kind of going to get over the hump here with new artists? Do you think that? There's going to be a newer vibe. You're going to see more businesses opening because if you're bringing these big artists, you do have to have places for people maybe to spend the night. You have to have place people are going to want to eat. You know, it's it, it really works for everybody, the whole city. Yeah, I mean, you know, with um, and jump in whenever because I don't want to hide the mic or anything, but I do think <laughs> that, you know, one of, the, one of the byproducts of what we're doing is, you know, we're doing our events downtown mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or the prior three we have. And I, I would think that we would do most downtown moving forward but just like the first show we had with parker Millsap, well we went to kelsey um barnard barnard thank you clark uh, clark that's, that's what i was Sorry. reaching for <laughs> <laughs> and um kbc's so you know we wanted to have a place to uh have a kind of a pre-party type thing convene people and just kind of collectively you know gather people right. together and so we approached her about um you know we would she staffs it Opens up, serves food and beverage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think she was elated by the end of it because we had a couple of hundred people there on a Thursday night doing great yeah, bar sales and food. Wasn't even open, you know. And um, she was she was thrilled about that. You know, last uh, last week um, we did it the Thirsty Pig and had a hundred or so people there. I think beforehand, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, Carrie and her staff loved it. So. My hope is through that we can leverage our platform and have an events downtown to actually, you know, hopefully just use your superpower for yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just bring, think it, I think it'd be great yeah. for downtown Dothan. Yeah. I mean, just because there's also nothing worse than coming out of a show and having nothing to do. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you're yeah. like super pumped up. The music was amazing. You have had a few cocktails. All of your friends are around you, and you're like, let's go somewhere. Yeah. Everything's closed. Never yeah. mind. Y'all so. want to go to Hooligans? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Listen to Pearl Jam? <laughs> but but I, I do think it's a, a work in progress. Yeah. Meaning I don't think that, you know, I don't have this super um, unrealistic grand ambition that we're going to be Atlanta tomorrow. Yeah. And we're yeah. Only doing, I mean, we're only doing two or three a year. Yeah. yeah. So this is not, I mean, candidly, we can only, you know, we can only carry that much of the burden i mean i mean it's a, it's a lot a of work to put something like that together like people don't always see the back end of it where it's like man how are we going to make this work or he can't do this date but he could do this date but it's a tuesday and it's that kind of sucks yeah. Yeah. you got to try to figure out how to line up schedules and line up not only the musician's schedule but your audience's schedule mm-hmm. 
and that's a lot of variables involved. You know, yeah. we with um, with Parker. There's two things with that along the lines of that conversation. The first thing was, you know, we had a we had a we had a written commitment from Anderson East, who was our first choice, and he's a you know soul. I don't they even kind of country soul, all country something. soul, whatever. Yeah. And uh, who we were really excited about, and I uh, had a written commitment from them. And could never get a contract. This was this was June or July. I think it was July, wasn't it? Oh, July yeah, was of very, last year. So three, you know, two and a half months away from our show date, that we had an opera That's house. That's a little scary. And we're requesting, can we get a contract? Yeah. Can we get a contract to sign? Without and a contract, you can't insure it. They, and without, it's just a headache right. after a headache so, after a headache. You know, we never had anything written, and they kind of pushed us off on this and that. We're working on it, whatever. Well, lo and behold, of course, you know, two weeks later after we got a written commitment, they said, sorry, we're back an hour. We're going to open for Chris Stapleton in Tuscaloosa, Oof. which you totally get from <laughs> yeah. his standpoint from a career, but well, it I sucked see, for yeah. us, you know. Mm-hmm. So we learned right off the bat the hard way that, you know, even a written commitment via an email doesn't mean anything Dumb. until mm-hmm. the paperwork is yeah. signed, which is the case with anything, I guess. That's why you got that attorney on the board. That's right. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them. Really so, um, yeah. changed a lot. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I'm talking about schedules and trying to get everybody in the same room at the same time. Oh, the other thing. Yeah. So, you know, that's with the artist side, then from the venue, right? the opera house. So, they could have 35 other things. Exactly. So, you know, and everybody initially our thought was, okay, well, we want to do our shows on Thursday. Well, everybody else in Dothan wants to do anything on Thursday, you know, because it just makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So we did our absolute best to check school schedules, with the CVB on any other events going on October 13th, that was the date last year, and cleared everything we could. Said, this is it. This is great. Even though I think the next day was like a fall break. It was actually a terrible day. And everybody went to the beach. But no, so, you know, we booked that, and then, damn it, you know, like literally after we booked the next week, I got a letter at work from the Wallace Community Foundation. They were having their annual fundraiser at the Civic Center across the street. You know, so you just can't avoid everything. Right. You just got to do the best with the information that you have and, you know, roll with it, really. And especially with something like that where it's not to the level of where you've got Hank Jr. coming in that's going to sell out regardless of anything else going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Like the Civic Center – they book whatever, whenever you've got the money to book it. Mm-hmm. Um, this basically they're they're ready when you are, as long as they don't have it pre. Yeah, I don't think they seek out any artists. No, I think they wait. It's crazy because like we've done Aces for the Arts for um, Dothan area young professionals for so long. And it's always like the third, fourth weekend in January. Well, this year they had that country show roll through around the same week, and somebody was like. Why'd y'all decide to do it on this weekend when this is going on? I was like, dude, we've been doing it this weekend for nine years. Right. <laughs> this is insanity. Yeah. But, and we also depend on and appreciate our sponsors a lot. So yeah. we can't, you know, we can only do a certain amount of shows. We can't go after them. Yeah. Hit them over and over again. Right. Uh, you know, for sponsorships. You know, we're about to have to deal with that issue soon as we approach our second mm-hmm. year. But, but we did a so pretty far, good job financially with the first the first run. Yeah. You know. So is everybody being pretty receptive? So have you been selling out lots of tickets? No, we haven't sold out. We sold um, the first, the two opera house shows between October with Parker Millsap and last week with Marcus King. We sold 200 
I think we sold 237 to Parker to the general public and then 240 uh, last week with Marcus King. So those were general public ticket sales. Mm-hmm. And then we add another 130 uh, to our sponsors and then have a few comp tickets. So honestly, conservatively and realistically, last week at Marcus King, we had 350 to 375 there. Mm-hmm. And that's probably about the same for Parker. The floor Don't sold out, though, you know, yeah. most of the, about half the balcony. Yeah. So we did and not. There's a third balcony. Yeah. That's a closed. great start, though. Yeah. It's, I mean, we thought it, so. Yeah. Well, it's just going to grow right. because people enjoy those shows. And so the next time one rolls around, they're like, oh, my God, you got to go. You missed the last one. Mm. That's, mean, what, that's what we want. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's like the local. Like, when I started it, it was because there was nothing to do. And mm-hmm. I was, I had literally drawn out on a piece of paper every night of the week. And this is what's going on in this place that night. This is where you can get 25 cents, cent wings on Tuesday. Here's quarter beer at Cowboys. Here's whatever at wherever. And I had a happy hour map, basically. And mm-hmm. it was my weekend or my week long itinerary. <laughs> so I could act like I was on spring break every day of my right. life in Dothan, Alabama. And be very irresponsible with my money. And now you're a married man. Now I'm a married man, and it's this is my spring break. Is this one gin and tonic? <laughs> I only had one drink. It was called a gin and tonic, but I had it eleven times, so I feel like that's different. No ice. Yeah, no ice. Do I keep it weird up here? Actually, I need an ice maker more than I need. Oh, I saw something stuff. on a. Where was it? But it turns into that fixing the there's nothing to do problem. Like there's plenty to do, and. The fact mm-hmm. that you guys took that, there's nothing to do, and like we'll give you want something to do, we're giving you something to do. Now shut up! Like I love that. Like I love. Yeah, and I feel like the, our little Facebook page, which has 700 and something people on, yeah, following it or whatever it is now. Um, that that's our kind of our club, our group, and yeah, you know, we're doing this for them, and then if they can bring a friend and talk to friends about it, because I mean, and it's a good really, place to you get you can get feedback and get ideas from bands because you can post a <clears> video to that instead of being like. Hey man, check out so and so. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna remember that in eight minutes. No, I'm not gonna. Just send me a link. Do you have um, like the bands that you've talked to? Do they recommend other like Parker Millsap when he was here? Was he like, oh, this is a great venue. You need to call so and so. He would be a great show or something. I don't think that's happened yet. No. No, Um, we get more. I think we we have started to get more proactive contacts from agents that we've talked to in the past. mm Mm-hmm. Or I have. I've gotten a couple the last week. I've gotten a couple that we've reached out to before yeah. saying what about and then they'll also recommend some other bands well that's a super exciting are you guys super stoked yeah yeah I mean I, you know it's. I think it's I think poker. it's impactful this has got a poker face on it <laughs> yeah. no, and he won't break he, there's no budge <laughs> yeah. over there I mean it's you know <laughs> it's real early you know I mean just like Marcus King I mean it was just you know it's just it's, that was what I wanted that's what I hoped that is we the squeeze worth the juice is all the work worth it to you guys Absolutely. i mean to me, is it something you want to keep definitely doing yeah and you know and it's gotten easier too in the sense that it's like baking a cake the man. second the second one was easier than yeah. the first one and the third one was easier than the second one so i think you know yeah, not I mean, just not to say we're massively experienced but the process is really not all that difficult it's it's um you know it's really just making sure that word gets out people get excited about it and want to come to it i think well, yeah, the others, we can yeah we can have the band there playing, but getting the word out and getting people to buy yeah. tickets and trusting us, like we're saying, yeah. trusting mm-hmm. us to know that well, that's, well, I'll just buy tickets and surely it's going to be pretty awesome. That's why it's so good to have stuff like Facebook or an Instagram account or somebody say like Cliff, like Cliff walked around folklore one night with his phone out on YouTube channel and it was Marcus <laughs> King 
from the minute I pulled <laughs> mm-hmm. up till the minute I let. Dude, he talked to everybody. Check these dudes out, That's man. They're right. killing it. And like he probably sold a hundred tickets that night. Probably his awesome. insanity. Was that, like, was, that was his Super Bowl last Wednesday, dude. He for sure, and he was there. He was on the fifty yard line, having that. That's right. Watching his dream unfold in front of him, <laughs> and he was like, "Man, I kept looking at that dude, and I was like, that drummer looks exactly like Cliff Dyer. He does. He and does look exactly like him. For a second, I kept looking down. Like we were, we were next to you for a little while, then went upstairs after I went and got a got a last drink from. From the bar, which was that your first or the <laughs> also that, your last at the same time? No, no, no. That was my. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, who's keeping score? Um, well, I say that if you if you'd been there, you would have seen if your, was, your first well, could have been your last. Yeah. It may very well have been your last too. But we'll talk about that later, right? Um, we can't have secrets. No, we're not going to have secrets. We're just not going to record and put this on. This is yeah. going to be thing. exactly how it went down. It's with going to be the thing. Um, no, 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 we're not bringing that up. Nope, nope, don't tell her. If she asks about Rod Stewart. It's not Rod Michael Stewart, Bolton Mar- Dothan, Michael Bolton. Don't tell her nothing. W- were you at the Michael Bolton party? I was Dean no, Bless- I was out of town. Dean of the West Queens? Nope. I got another detail. <laughs> it's her it's her life goal to find out what happened that night. She needs details. And I'm, just call Dave Geiler. He did the productions. He well, was right weird. here and wouldn't we tell me about anything. It the and then they kept saying, we'll talk about it after the show. And when I brought it up after the show, I still <laughs> oh, got no details. That's and then we've had other guests thing. since then. And I think they're tell, told beforehand not to answer any Michael Bolton. Well, they weren't, but they will be. Questions? <laughs> <laughs> Everything happens in this town, and I know nothing, and yet I'm a co-host on this stupid podcast. So. Well, all I can tell you, <laughs> like you need to learn ridiculous. to read, because I print this shit every month. <laughs> I do read that stupid paper, like, front to back. It's ridiculous. You need to retain some of that information. <laughs> what else um, are you guys hoping for Dothan? Like, when do you think you're, like, what's coming up for you guys, for the Lado? What's coming up for Dothan, do you think? Like, what what's... Hot and happening. Yeah, right now we're still kind of rubbing our eyes from from the Marcus King show, and we'll start, you know, in a couple of days, getting ready to to find who our next act's going to be. It'll probably be, you know, October. That that was solid for us. We liked October. We liked April, and then maybe maybe a surprise or two between mm-hmm. here and then. Yeah, you doing stuff oh. at random venues that's not the opera house. I mean, I, I'm almost more excited about that than that pop up show that, that you got to know. Show. You got to know about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Duran Jones at KBC, I mean, it was just perfect. Was, See? Yeah. I don't know anything. I have no idea what's happening in this town. Oh, man. They Did had an ad in there. I, they had an ad yeah, in the Michael local. Bolton wasn't there, but it was still pretty awesome. Well, he wasn't, happening? he wasn't. He wasn't there. Are you there. catching <laughs> the drift of what's happening on this show? Yes, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we might, you know, another thing we've talked about, I don't know if it'll happen or not, but some kind of a collaboration with, with another, another organization in town. We've talked to Jamie... Uh, with downtown group mm-hmm. about um, some kind of a collab- collaboration with Foster Fest. There's a band, a blues guy, who we'd love to have in um, June, I guess, for their show there on one of their stages, um, which I think would be really re- well received. And would give us an opportunity to do something and kind of co-brand it with a couple other groups and pr- you know mutually promote it through each other's networks everybody Foster rowing that boat is, in the same uh, spot really grown right. it's fantastic yeah i mean I, yeah, I mean i went last year it was really cool yeah. it is. i mean I, I, i'd not been in some time to be quite honest about it but i took my family down there the last one in october mm-hmm. does that sound right yep october and, 21st uh, i mean i just you know i just remember walking up north or 
Foster, I don't know, I guess North Foster is off of Maine. And, you know, just seeing, you could see glimpses of just some really cool things, really yeah. well lit, really good looking stores, and just a really cool vibe. And you could see the potential there. So, yeah. All they need to add, though, I'm just a suggestion because you're bar. in, in, you know, involved in everything. Another corn dog truck. No, more, bar- more barbecue. You know, there's these, these this group of people that just moved here from Mississippi, and so they're supplying like everybody with crawfish. Have you heard about them on I'm Facebook? Vague. Is that who the is schools or is it? Is that, is that where they're getting the, the crawfish for the schools? No, I don't know. I thought... Never mind. They are <laughs> phenomenal, by the way. And so they were just they just did the Croft Dad Festival in Ozark last weekend. Yeah. So good. The line was. I waited in in line for an hour. It was a star-studded event, evidently. It was amazing. So yeah. So if we had some blues music and some crawfish, you guys checking out Blues Fest in a couple weeks. So I'm not. Next? I'm actually, and Terry Duffy's gonna kill me because he's gonna hear this, maybe. But I'm not Nobody in, listens. Not we in only town. Have one, like, like one Terry Duffy does one. listen to this thing. Does he really? Yes. He helped us out with Marcus. King. Yeah. Hey, I mean Terry. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that now that Terry's on board. Yeah. <laughs> Terry. I mean Terry. You know, got us plugged in with Wildgrass Blue Society. Yeah. He knows you know, the thing stuff. about the thing I've. If there was a way, and this is just this is just reflective of Dothan in general, there's all these little pockets. You get of everybody people. on the same team. There's all these little groups with their their respective interests and their limited resources. Yeah. And but if you got all those on the same page, or not even all of them, but if you just pair two or three together, like if we did, you know, and and Terry wants to do this, you know, because like Marcus King, that's why why Terry got excited about it because he saw it, he'd listened to him and knew that they would appeal yeah. to the blues oh, audience. You know, so, if, you know, if we can do those, you know, situational collaborations right. for those specific artists that we bring in, they're going to appeal to multiple audiences. Why don't we do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. that you know, instead playing. of everybody trying to protect their own little grounds. I mean, we're not big enough to do that, hmm. in my opinion. Right. No, you no. know, that's, that's a, you that's know, that, that holds, problem. that's right. Hmm. That's you not know. another problem. At I mean, all. I think that's what's great about Foster Fest is that everybody actually does collaborate yeah. for that. I mean, it is one thing in town where everybody's kind of, you know, working together so it's great yeah it's man this town i'll tell you what that i was i talked to so many people about the same thing day in and day out and it's how do i get everybody involved into doing this thing and i'm like make it free (laughs) yeah you make it free and you give things away right the whole time the whole day and even then you're gonna miss about half of the people yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, a lot of people came to the Marcus King show, and it was awesome. And I wish that fifty more people would have been there. But people are afraid to buy two twenty-five dollar tickets or whatever it was in advance. And then the night comes, and they're like, Ah, man, it rained yesterday. It, rained, it rained earlier today. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, you know, I, I heard I think so many so, people. I mean, I think say that's that. where you guys, uh, social media helps with that because you can put snippets of the music out like if I've never heard of Marcus King I might hear it and then go oh I might want to check that out $25 isn't unreasonable yeah I mean, I mean like you're going to pay that much to go to a movie yeah it's educating them and, and and you know that's why like I put out a little thing that showed all the different festivals they're playing I mean they're playing in Fuji for crying out loud right like, but you could come see them in Dothan before that but you know then a lot of people don't even care about Care about that? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't care about having I really stuff. think there's still some people, and I don't blame people for this because I mean, we haven't had it in it's this baby steps. It's new. It's new. Baby it's like, steps. So let me. So I can I can go. You know, <laughs> I pay twenty or twenty five dollars or thirty dollars or whatever, and I go out five minutes from my house, and I can see an incredible, you know, rock act. 
right. blow it up, you know, and get back home in Dothan, Alabama. And I just think that to a large degree, that concept is still very foreign, very foreign, you know? So that's why I say, I think there's still a lot of work we got to do and it'll take time to. Yeah. And that's why we go back to the Facebook page and say, look, Parker Millsap was yeah. on Austin City Limits. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was on Austin City or look, recorded Jones two weeks after he played in Dothan. Yeah. South by Southwest, Duran Jones, right after he was in Dothan. Parker was Millsap. All this attention. He, they playing won. the same stage Dave Chappelle played. <laughs> Have you seen that new special? Anybody? Which one? Yeah. Yes, it's amazing. It's really yeah, good. exactly. It is great. Um, so, any sponsors that you guys want to thank while we have some yeah, I know you open got a gang mic of sponsors. Wow, you put me on the spot with that one. So, I've been trying. It's been my we don't goal have the whole to, time. but no, but I want to. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, that was one of the cool things, and I, and this is an, a somewhat interesting story about how we got financed. So, basically, you know, St. Paul happened, and uh, the next morning, first thing in my haze, I emailed Russ, and I was like, "Look, this is what I'm thinking." And he's like, I'm all about it. So I went next door and well, what I'm sorry. So let's put, let's, let's make this happen. Let's put something together to do the best that we can to bring what we saw last night, you know, back here Mm -hmm. repeatedly. Try to get that lightning in a bottle. That's right. And, uh, so then I went next door, I work with Merrill Lynch and I went next door to, uh, service first and Barry Devane. And talked to him. I was like, look, this is, you know, this is what we want to do. What do you think? He's like, I'm on. I love and Barry. So, Barry's so nice. Yeah. yeah. So the long and short of that is, so we pulled, you know, we pulled a board together from that. And Harry Hall and Jensen rounded that out initially. Uh, each of us with our respective attributes we could bring to the table was the intent behind that. And then from a funding standpoint, so this was a couple of weeks later, I said, okay, well, let's, you know, that the idea was that we would all reach out to our respective networks mm-hmm. and access some different people to pull some money together. And the goal, you know, ended up being $22,000 in pledges. Mm-hmm. Half of it in the first year, half of it in the second year. So and long Scott, and short. Scott basically did that in about ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, so he called me five minutes later and said, "I have all the commitments." So we That's sent. Yeah, so we sent out an email. I sent. Out, I, I but said, he should because he's said, kind of a financial guy. I'm saying he's just going through his Rolodex. I mean, salesman. Um, <laughs> so, he does have the top ten list of all the finances. Hey, remember how the other day when I was talking to you about four hundred one ks? I got a yeah. better idea. For yes. That's right. It won't pay me anything ever. Four hundred one k. But you're gonna have a hell of a time. And isn't life about experiences That's right. and not what you can take with you? I like to call it a LAT zero. Yeah. So the long and short of it was, you know, I before anybody ha- even had an ap- opportunity to send anything out, I sent out kind of a test email, so to speak, to roughly twenty five people who I knew were either a into music or downtown and had the means to kick in on it and i sent out that email at 345 on a monday afternoon left the office at 4 30 came back in at what eight was the your next plan if nobody responded <laughs> i have you no gonna be like look, just look, kidding look, look. gotcha we didn't Still have hungover from there, last night we didn't have any plan with any of this we just kind of did it but long and short by the next morning by nine we had all of it Twenty-two thousand committed you know, and it was no, there was no follow. Obviously, given the limited time there, there was no follow-ups. There were no, you know, having to sell anybody on anything. Mm-hmm. We just said, "This is our idea. This is what we want to do. Will you support us?" And it happened like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and at the risk of forgetting some, and we can name 
some of them probably. Yeah, I mean, babies. you know, Barry Sanders first, Todd Thornell, Merrill Lynch, um, Clark's DSI, mm-hmm. Clark's the DSI, Cliff Mendham, Andy Falk, Bob Woodall, uh, Bob Woodall, Adam Jones, Esquire, John um, and Jenny Lee, John and Jenny Lee, uh, Brad Dunning, um, Julie George, Julie George, thank you. Um, who else was out there? Jansen. Um, yeah, Chris Hayes, Chris much. and Adrian Hayes. Yeah, um, who else was out there? Brian Williams, Brian Williams, MD. Um, uh, Blaine Stewart, Williamville, Williamville. And uh, I know there's somebody we're missing. I know there is. I know. Too, They're gonna be mad if they listen to it. We, we love you and appreciate you. Yeah, couldn't do it without you. Check That's it out right. on y'all's website. What is that website? Uh, uh, the Opera Doc. Facebook.com slash live at the Opera Inc., I believe. Yes. That is actually it. Probably Um, probably need a website. We can work on that. Yeah. Baby steps. Dude, awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming. We did it. That's a podcast. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, just just, just the one ask that I've asked everybody. You know, if you listen to this, if you are not on the Facebook page, go to the Facebook page. Facebook.com backslash live at the Opera Inc. Like it. it Follow it. And, um, you know, share it with your friends. And we do like suggestions. I mean, we like... That's a reciprocal don't, scenario. Don't, like, don't tell us to book widespread, because we can't book widespread. Yeah. But <laughs> Dig up Jerry and play Grateful Dead. Yeah, but, like, um, but yeah, tell us, I mean, tell us about a band you heard about that, that your cousin heard somewhere, or... Um, or something like that. We'd love, we'd love to hear about it, really. So it's, it's live at the Opera, not Lado, right? Correct, live at the Opera, Inc. Facebook.com backslash live at the Opera, Inc. As in incorporated. What y'all doing after this? Y'all trying to go to KT's for some pizza tasting? Got it. <laughs> Liked it. Isn't there a... I keep it random on Wednesdays. There you go. I'm in. It was that easy. All right. Yeah. You're there. Awesome. Now in you have that like amount of time. Speaking of Thirsty Pig, I think they're doing a tap takeover by uh, Great. Great Beer. was there tonight. Mm. You want to go over there? Yeah, let's go. go. Sounds Bye. like a plan to me. See you. Bye. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.